You're with Julian on the brown note, and we've um, seen the evolution of Saint Gladys, Queen of Our Hearts, to Gaslight Gladys. Over the lockdown in Sydney, which started in June, it's now September. Now, Gladys, I'm really getting angry. Gladys and the media, which is the most... Australia has some of the most concentrated media in the world. I did a piece last year on how we have the worst news media in the world. It's all part of the same cabal. Channel 7 to 9 and 10, 2GB, the Murdoch Press, and now the Sydney Morning Herald... Everything is co-joint and everything points towards benefiting the Liberal Party. And they're all singing from this hymn sheet in New South Wales now. Like, we have the third most concentrated newspaper ownership in the world behind China and Egypt who have state-owned media. So we are the developed world's most concentrated newspaper ownership in on, on Earth. We're number one. They keep gaslighting us. They are gaslighting us like crazy at the moment. They keep announcing the same things every single day as though they're new. As though, like, it's, it's making me wonder my own, about my own sanity. They keep announcing new freedoms that they have announced a week ago and a month ago. We know about Australia opening up once we reach a certain level of vaccination. And they can't even give us the vaccination figures without massaging them. The Liberals can't go near anything, any figure like unemployment benefit without massaging other countries say that they're 50% vaccinated. Australia says it's 35%. And then in the small print, eligible people over the age of 16. So we're actually about 28%. Why? Why bother with these things? Why not give it to us straight? I said that October was written, I said September was written off about midway through July. Why doesn't Gladys give it to us straight? She never offers us the truth. She's like she's babysitting. It's like we're all like babies in a cot with this collage going round and she keeps dropping these news stories to, to sort of like, oh, you're going to go and have picnics soon. You're going to all meet up and everyone's going to be great. We can all go to weddings and funerals. Well, we're going to be going to funerals. I know that. You can't give us the projections of figures why not we're not stupid we can say i mean i said about a month ago that would be about two and a half thousand cases a day in mid-september which we're heading for why can't they tell us some people are saying we'll be at eight thousand cases by october a day and bear in mind the people dying from covid those people take on average two weeks to die so the people that died yesterday from covid were part of the figures two weeks ago. So imagine how much that figure's going to go up. And then you reach the tipping point where hospital beds and ICU beds are not there. And then the death rate will go up exponentially because there is nowhere left to treat them. Why aren't you giving us these things? A true leader would actually be honest with the public instead of every day giving out the bare minimum. When we passed 1,000 cases a day, Gladys announced this absolutely ridiculous policy that... In the end of September, groups of five will be able to go out and meet together. She saved that up as a public relations exercise just to put a positive spin on the fact that we'd passed 1,000 cases a day. Everything she is doing, she's taking straight out of Scott Morrison's playbook on PR and spin. This is dangerous. Tell us the true figures, tell us the projections, and tell us exactness. Don't keep offering these crumbs that we might come out of it sooner than we will or the cases will be going down because you've got very good scientists telling you the opposite and you won't 
give the public the same information that you have. You keep dropping things that you were reporting on and now they don't matter. We don't hear about a lot of the things we heard about at the start. Um, and all of this is pointing to a concerted effort by everyone in the media and government to, to paint a dramatic liberal failure as a success. I've had conversations with groups of people in Sydney who have hammered Anna in Queensland and Dan in Melbourne just a couple of days ago. They believe that the calamity of COVID is in the Labour states. I pointed out that we're getting 1,500 cases a day and you just get a... Huh. They, don't even, they don't even blame Gladys for this. We heard that Gladys didn't lock down fast enough. We know that the Liberals didn't get enough vaccines. They keep, turn, they keep gaslighting us, saying you've got to go out there and get vaccined. It took me three weeks to get a spot, and that spot was six weeks in advance. By the end of September, I will finally be getting my first jab. I am not holding up. I am not sitting there trying not to get jabbed. By the middle of October, I will have got my second jab. That's as fast as I could do it. Other people have been lucky. I didn't find that easy to do i have done it as quickly as i can it's a probable two to two and a half month turnaround but they're gaslighting us by making out it's our fault that we're being reticent apparently there are something like seven million doses or something in australia that it will take 16 weeks to deliver the machinery to deliver it isn't there it's not the public's fault it's your fault gladys stop gaslighting us stop joining with your buddies in the media for all these blue sky puff pieces about how we can pictures of blue skies and beaches and weddings and kayaks and all this garbage designed to put a positive spin on a massive public health care debacle. Meanwhile, the economic news of all the thousands of people being evicted and have lost their livelihood is just put on the back burner as though it's not even there. Everything's great in Gladysland. Stop gaslighting us and tell us the truth.